Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually rocking into 2020 with your first episode. Woo! I, I wish I had a popper right now. Yeah, just one, one of those fucking uh, little parties. Just... Oh, no, the the like, the like pole tab ones that have the oh. pop sound with the confetti and everything. Oh, I know. I, I'm saying you can have that and I can have my little shitty party blower. Yours has less to clean up. Yeah, that's fair. That's why I want that one. <laughs> uh, I am joined by my host, Control Freak. Good evening, afternoon, and morning, everyone. And I am Sedge. And we are the only know. we are the only two ones here this week because Twilight's off somewhere. I assume trying to get ideas for her D and D campaign, and Light has been sucked into a uh, temporal vortex of family. The worst kind of temporal vortex. Yeah, so it's just us this week bringing you into the new year. Uh, Control, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's been it's been a roller coaster of a year. I'm not going to deny that. It's Between... been a fucking roller coaster of a decade. Eh, it really has. I mean, I've literally moved across the country during this time frame. Yeah. But uh, in terms of gaming, it's been... Well, I can't even say it's been smooth sailing. God, have there been controversies galore. Holy, yeah. Oh, my God. We could do an entire episode just on the year of controversies that they had. I'd rather not, though. To be fair, 90% of it would be us just shitting more on Fallout 76. (laughs) And Blizzard. And Blizzard. Oh, God, so much Blizzard. (laughs) Blizzard and Bethesda shit in the bucket. Yeah. They've overflowed the bucket, and they've just started shitting on the floor and just smearing it on the walls. Now they're just sitting on Poop Mountain at this point. <laughs> yeah. Because Bethesda keeps just trying to dig themselves out of the hole. The problem is nobody told them to dig themselves out of the hole. They have to go up. Well, that that's the thing. They're, they still think 76 is a good idea. And yeah. I'm sorry... But you ruined it right off the bat when it was like, yeah, there are no NPCs. It was like, okay, interesting concept. And then they doubled down on the BS with, oh, 90% of the game has uh, microtransactions. And we actually never properly finished the game before we put it out. Yep, so it's a buggy mess where half the shit doesn't work. And the stuff that does work works 90% of the time. Yeah, and and so grade A idea with the poorest of execution uh my my advice to bethesda stay the fuck away from multiplayer games or just keep letting zenimax handle it yeah well and and that's the thing Uh, again it was it was a great concept and i liked the idea of like oh yeah you can build your base somewhere in the world it was like i'd have preferred a private server you know or like a solo like a way to play by myself if I so wanted, because it's like the the formula was already out there. Ark, Conan, all the other indie versions of that game, Rust, you know, Minecraft there. (laughs) They all existed already and they wanted to capitalize on that, but they didn't think it through enough because it's like the world isn't that big. Like you look at Rust, you look at Conan you look at Ark, and those worlds are massive. Oh, yeah. Stupid massive. 
you're gonna die if you try and just walk across it. And it was like for Fallout, yeah, you might die if you walk across it, but you could you could definitely make it. And it was it was small. It didn't take that long to get across the map. So it it was a good idea. And if someone decides to make it properly, I would be all over it. But this what it seventy six was not it. No, that this was a clear way of showing how not to do something. Yeah. So for any, you know, potential game devs out there, if you're ever wondering, hey, what should I not do? Look at that. Take notes and then don't do that. Just have a poster board in your office. It says, when in doubt, avoid this. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the Fallout 76 logo. Yep. Um, and I mean, but there there were also some great games that came out during this past year. Um, actually, I need to double check on Risk of Rain when that officially came out. Now, Risk of Rain 1 or 2? Two? 2. 1 is a couple years old. I, I definitely know that. Um, uh, well, I'm already on Steam. It came out in March of this year, so still yeah. technically counts. Very nice. Which, that was a great game. That was That's one I've, I've put a decent number of hours into I actually huh i only have about 37 hours and i'm pretty sure at least 10 of those hours could be comprised of in three runs i i was about to say given <laughs> our play time yesterday yeah that's like four or five <laughs> runs right there which which is something i love about this game i mean there are other games where they have because risk of rain has the increasing difficulty as you know um, where the longer you're going through the world, the harder and harder it slowly starts to get. But in other games where, like, the longer you go, the harder things get, but you yourself kind of cap off at one point because you can only, you know, either you can only have so much equipment or so many items. Risk of Rain says, item limit, fuck that, and throws it out the window. So you get to the point where you're sitting there with, you know, 20 items that increase your attack speed and are just spewing bullets or arrows or throwing punches or whatever your character does at an ungodly speed while sprinting across the world. It It's fun. It's fun to do that. Yeah. I mean, I arguably, I am late to the risk of rain train. <laughs> um, but... I had a blast with it last night because it, even though it like you'll be in a run for four or five hours, you're having fun the whole time. It's not like, you know, it's not like FTL or some other roguelites where you put in four or five hours and then you die and you just angrily throw your keyboard across the room because fucking bullshit. Yeah. You, you get to the final boss guy and it's just like, oh yeah, uh, this thing just did a missile barrage Eight of the ten missiles hit you. You now have six hull breaches. You're losing oxygen, and you have no power. Oh, and By three way, of your crew members died because you had them in the bridge. Yep. And in about ten seconds, he's going to do another missile barrage. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. But yeah, that was that was oh man. Risk of rain, you know, because every level has a boss. You always get something. You always feel like you're advancing, even if you're just like us fucking spending 20 minutes uh going around the level looting yep well and i i can't like when we played yesterday i was trying to get like it was a 
introduction to the game. So, because normally I would have probably tried to push through the stages faster. And once you start understanding what the different items do, you can definitely go through faster in multiplayer. Because single player, by yourself, you're grabbing all the items. You don't have to worry about, well, is this a good item for me or is it better for my teammate? Whereas with multiplayer, if I open a chest and I see an item and it's like, I could use that, but it'd probably be better for him. And so you like as you get better, you can definitely speed through that more quickly. And as you yeah. like as you get more familiar, it's just an instant, okay, I know this isn't good for me. I know this is good for me. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It and that was the thing. It it was a lot of me learning the game and yeah. trying <laughs> not to die. I mean, by the end of it I was still a fucking machine gun with legs. Yep. Because those dual pistols, you know, every time you crit, you fire faster. Well, that yeah, that was the because you got the headdress early. Yeah. We got one of the headdresses early on. I was like, yeah, you get that. You throw more bullets than I do. Yeah. So no, super good game. Um, glad I picked it up on sale. I think it's still on sale. Yeah, I mean it's on sale I'm until twenty percent off. Yeah, it's on sale for another uh forty eight hours. Yep. So it'll be off of sale by the time this goes on. <laughs> well, that's a shame. It it'll probably go on sale again. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know why the hell I'm looking. I was like twenty percent. I'm looking at thirty three percent, and then I remembered. Right. I'm looking at Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a couple buddies that play that. I haven't tried it yet myself. I have not either. Something about dwarves digging holes. I mean. With guns, yeah. Yeah. Thing is, you can only get so many of these four-player co-op roguelites before it's like, I have played this game before. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I look at Deep Rock, and then I think of GTFO, and then I think of Space Marine. Yeah, I definitely think more uh, Space Hulk than anything. Yeah, it it definitely has more of a Space Hulk vibe than uh, GTFO. Which we also tried to play this week. <sighs> Space Hulk. Yeah. Which, due to technical difficulties on the half of the game that are known issues. And technical well. issues on mine when my graphics card just decided it was done trying and gave up. I'm just going to have a heart attack. I'll be back later, boss. I'm just going to have a little sleep for a minute. Yeah. I'm going to take a nap. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was still a fun game, and I wish it would have worked better, but... Eh, give it time. Yeah. Also, I should apologize. Should have done this at the beginning of the episode, but fuck it. Uh, I apologize for us not having an episode last week, but due to Christmas, we didn't really have time to record. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. <laughs> so consider this our also post-Christmas episode. Hopefully everyone got what they wanted. Yeah, or enough gift cards to buy what you wanted. Yeah, I'm looking at a nice hefty amount on Amazon. <laughs> uh it's a good feeling yeah but uh what else have uh you been playing because obviously i'm gonna talk about warframe because that's <laughs> how i do and we just got done talking about risk of rain uh you mean the 80 hours you've put into warframe just this week <laughs> shh it's fine <laughs> it's fine uh I actually got Luigi's Mansion for Christmas, so I've been putting in some time into that. Luigi's oh. Mansion 3. It's fun. I like it. 
I, I admittedly, I watched gameplay of it. Like I, I watched a YouTuber play through the entirety of it. Yeah. It's, it definitely makes you wonder why Mario's the more popular of the two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's such a more interesting game than just your standard Mario game. But I will say it does get off to a very slow start. I just find it interesting that you enter a mansion full of ghosts. When you think about it, how many people died? Well, technically, this is a haunted hotel. Which is even worse. Yeah. So, how many people died? <laughs> yeah. No, you get tricked into uh, going to this haunted hotel by King Boo. Hmm. Yeah. I, I would say spoiler alert, but that's literally the plot of every Luigi's Mansion game, so... Yeah, here's this house. By the way, it's haunted! Yeah. Here's this mansion. By the way, it's haunted! Here's this hotel. By the way, it's haunted and everything wants your blood. My yeah. blood. He punched out all my blood. But, yeah, so I've been playing that. Uh, obviously playing a little bit of Halo. Not as much as I was last week. Just because been busy. Um, oh god, too much Halo. Break the control. There is no such thing. For you. For me, yeah. For you, there 100% is a thing. And it's the point where I hear you hit your desk with the controller. I don't use a controller, so I oh. can't break a controller. Well, there you go. And I, I... won't break a controller because I spent too much money on this goddamn thing. <laughs> uh... But yeah, so I've, I've pretty much just been playing that, playing a little bit more of The Witcher, because, you know, the series came out, and it's really good. Yeah, I I enjoyed The Witcher. Yeah. I put a lot of, I put a lot of time into that. I think I did a, most of the side quests. I hear like, Witcher Season 2 is going to be all side quests. Because Henry Cavill can't help himself. Yeah. It's his MMO tendencies coming back. Yeah. Well, I, so still, still, my favorite story actually about him is that he almost missed his audition to play Superman because he was playing World of Warcraft. He, is he was a in, he was in a he, raid for World of Warcraft, and he almost missed his audition to be Superman. That is the most amazing nerd story I've ever heard. Yep. Oh, Henry Cavill is a treasure. It should <laughs> well, be cherished by the nerd community. Did you see his interview? Oh, yeah. Where it's like uh, Xbox or PlayStation, and he just has this incredulous look like PC. <laughs> I honestly couldn't think of anybody, like, after seeing it. I remember when the original concept art came out and everybody looked at it and went, oh, God, no. <laughs> and now, after, like, watching the whole series, I can't think of anybody who I would have rather played Geralt. Yeah, it worked out really well. Yeah, because he's super into the character. The only problem is I think the showrunners wanted to base it more off the books, and then here comes Henry Cavill, the massive Witcher video game nerd. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm playing Geralt from the from the games. Yep. <laughs> Where his response to everything is just different levels of fuck. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Sometimes in a literal sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, time to fuck. So <laughs> oh, yeah, man. that that's pretty much what I've been playing. And you've been playing more of that uh, that there Warframe. Always. Oh, should we talk about our party games that we had? 
played last week. Oh God! <laughs> before we get into your uh, right, your Warframe tirade here. So, uh, oh man, yeah. Last week, I convinced a bunch of people to uh, try out some different games from our normal cadre of stupidity. First of all, being a free-to-play game called Deceit, where you and five of your friends, if you have five friends, wake up in a strange location, and you must figure your way out by finding items to help you, finding fuses to open doors, and turning back the light or turning the lights back on before the things eat your face. What things you might ask? Why two of your friends, who just so happen to be infected with a horrible virus that turns them into monstrous creatures, hellbent on eating you. After eating enough blood. Yes, after drinking enough blood. Um, this is a game that came out a while ago, but it is a lot of fun, especially with friends, because who doesn't want to point the blame at someone else for something you quite obviously did in front of them? You mean that one time when we were playing and I drank the blood not realizing Twilight was behind me? Yep. Because uh. that's, that's the thing. Since the like voice chat is a prominent thing for this game where paying attention to what's going on in your surroundings and knowing what's going on, uh, you can, you know, as one of the infected, you can try and get the survivors to go against each other or you can try and be sneaky enough to make it to the end or make it to a point where you can just take them out yourself. Uh, one of the, as he mentioned, there was a point where he drank a bag of blood. Poor timing. There was someone right behind him. And the second she said something, because I was standing right behind her, I made the same call out on her. It was like, no, that didn't happen. You did that. And you're just trying to blame him. Little beknownst to everybody else, Sedge and I were the, were the infected. infected. So we point the blame on her, knock her down, and whenever you knock someone during a, the light phase, where all the lights in the building are on, and they get knocked, you have a vote to remove that player from that round. So we have our two votes, and two of the other guys come over, believing what we had said, and vote her out. Within the first 10 seconds of the game... It is now three on two. May the odds ever be in your favor. Didn't we win? We ended up winning that one, right? Oh, we decimated that round. We absolutely decimated that round. It was glorious. Mind I think you, they didn't even get through the second section. No. Mind you, that was like the eighth time I'd been infected that night. You were infected 90% of the time. Yeah. It was weird. I, oh. <laughs> and the... The 10% of the time you weren't infected were the times where you're like, fuck it, let's just knock him out immediately. He's going to be infected anyways. Yeah. The, the one <laughs> time I spawn in and just, oh, thank God. Kill him! Yep. No, uh, he's infected. He's infected 100%. Like, no, I'm not. Stop. <laughs> uh, that, was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Then you had the time Twilight just didn't kill anybody. Yeah, she didn't drink blood. She didn't kill anyone. And but then she picked up the murder syringe. <laughs> yeah. And literally the last second stabs you in the neck. Yup. <laughs> to a course of I fucking knew it. <laughs> uh, oh, 
That was a good. It, that was a good time. Then we played Depth, the most terrifying game I've ever played in my life. Murder Sharks. Because, um. <laughs> because that that game plays on primal fears of yeah. sharks coming at you in the ocean. Yep. So the general premise for Depth is four divers, two sharks. So six players, much like Deceit was, except. Divers and sharks don't get along first and foremost. Um, divers yeah, are trying is... to collect gold and loot and give it to their uh, robot buddy Steve, Steve. and the sh- go for it. No, that that was it. Oh. <laughs> Just Steve. Um, Steve. The sharks, on the other hand, are trying to munch on some delicious diver booty. You can get upgrades for both sharks and for divers. Sharks get upgrades by eating people to unlock additional. Uh, Passive abilities. You start off with an active ability. Each shark has a unique one. Like the uh, the Great White takes reduced damage as, and has increased health. Um, the Thresher shark has a long tail that it uses to literally tail whip people. Goblin shark sends out a eth- uh, like a, a clone shark that does, doesn't deal damage, but usually people will waste ammo on it. I don't think that's how goblin sharks work. No, they don't. They just look terrifying. But, hey, whatevs. I also don't think thresher sharks use their tails to whip people. To turn into giant death, uh, Beyblades of death? Yeah, I don't think they actually do that. So, I won't question it. (laughs) Um, And then divers can purchase uh, upgraded guns. You start off with, like, a pistol. But you can purchase upgraded guns to uh, fend off the sharks. So it kind of starts off, sharks have a bit more of an advantage on the divers. Um, the divers do have some really freaking annoying abilities, like the poison darts, which, <laughs> as you move, you take damage as a shark. So you have to stop moving in order... F- you can either stop move. Actually, no, that's bleed. Bleed is damage over time when you're moving. Toxic is just you're taking damage until you heal. So you have to go eat a uh, seal to get your health back. Um, but yeah, that was another one that we had all played. And that was another romp into terror, madness, and everyone, whenever they were a shark, going... See, now I'm just imagining a game like Depth, where you don't know who the shark is. I don't know why, but it's a shark in a diving suit. It's like, no, I'm totally a human. <laughs> I also go for treasure, <laughs> as humans do. Deceit and depth slap together. <laughs> it's just the shark with diving goggles on. Hello, fellow divers. <laughs> Hello, my fellow divers. And he's just got, like, the the goggles and a snorkel in his mouth. I, I am also here to hunt for treasure. <laughs> and the treasure is you. Nom, You're going to be nom. the next contestant on my dinner. If no one knows what that is from, look up Hizzy. I don't want to. <laughs> no, it. so one of the Hizzies, uh, it's the How It Should Have Ended series. Oh. But it's the uh, the Hero Cafe stuff. One of the episodes has Batman attack the villain pub, and it ends with him deal- like uh, getting stuck above Jaws' shark tank. But Jaws has this like super high-pitched voice. Is it like that one deleted scene in Terminator? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know that deleted scene. Oh, you don't know the one where they're talking about the T-800 and it's just 
Arnold Schwarzenegger, but they've dubbed over this high-pitched voice oh, over Lord. him. Hi, I'll have to look I'm up. Sergeant Candy. Kind of like that, yeah. Hey, Batman, come on down. You're going to be the next contestant on my dinner. Dr. Roxo? The rock and roll clown. I do cocaine. This episode is just going somewhere. <laughs> it, it... I think we're still kind of dealing with a uh, lack of sleep and holiday yeah. fatigue oh, and all God, that yeah. stuff. <laughs> and in the holiday fatigue's not over yet because we have nope. New Year's tonight. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, well, I'll be drunk, so I won't care. <laughs> I actually will be as well. My plans got pushed back a day, so oh, there you go. But um, I'll probably I'll probably be at home drunk. Yeah, I'll be at my uncle's drunk. Maybe I'll stream. Drunk stream, woo! Of course you do your drunk stream on the one day where, guess where I won't be? I'm sorry? And actually, yeah, most I... people will be gone, so I wouldn't even have anyone to game with. That's... that's uh... Yeah. It's just Damn gonna it. be you, you sitting there. Lonely. Yeah. I'm so lonely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... No one likes Kim Jong-un. Ronry. I am so Ronry. Do you, so do you want to talk a little bit about Warframe? Um, I, I I have gone on tirades about Warframe plenty of times. Uh, there actually haven't been any major updates because they did the Same. spaceship one, and I have I have gone on my tirade about that. It's true. I still love it. It's still a lot of fun, and I mean, I've been doing the Kuva stuff and. Upgrading new weapons for my ship, except I need more people online so that I can take my ship with my friends and go do things. This is you telling Sedge. me to play more Warframe, isn't it? Yes, it is, Sedge. <laughs> Get the fuck back into Warframe. <laughs> okay. Don't You don't have to threaten me. Sometimes I do, I feel. That, that's fair. <laughs> um... All right, so little piece of news that comes from Light. He got out of the ether for just a second to t send this to me. Um, since the success of the RE2 make, and obviously the proposed success of RE3 make, Capcom has been looking at other IPs for more revivals, which means we may yet get a Dino Crisis remake. I was going to say a Mega Man remake? No, they tried that. <laughs> Technically, it, Mega Man never stopped. They just released Mega Man 11, and it was good. I didn't actually know that. Yeah, huh. yeah. They released Mega Man 11 either late last year or early this year. See, I would want an action shooter for Mega Man X. Oh, boy. Like, I mean, come on. They We've got... Uh, Damn it, now I'm blanking on the game. Starts with a V. It, it uh, came out, it was the guy in a super Vanquish. suit. Vanquish. Yeah. I, I was about to say, that'd just be Vanquish. Exactly. Give us Vanquish, but in a Mega Man type world? Alright, I'd be down for that. So, yeah, because, like, you're killing certain enemies and, like, you get suit upgrades based on the enemies you've killed? Like, that would be awesome. I'd oh, totally man. be up for that. Yeah, no, that'd be badass. But yeah, so that that's a piece of news for this week. Zero would basically be Raiden from uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 Revengeance. 
Rising Revengeance. You mean Zone of the Enders 2? Give me Zone of the Enders 3. Where's oh, that? Yeah. Give me more Zone of the Enders. <laughs> That's, yeah. Or I will take more Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance. <laughs> you know, I never actually played it. I played the demo. It was fine. I mean, it's basically God of War meets God of War. No, it's Devil May Cry meets Metal meets. Gear. I was gonna, I was gonna add Devil May Cry and then throw in with the Metal ah. Gear skin. Yeah, yeah. I mean that because it's platinum, so that's basically what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's been that, and I, I think since we're bringing in the new year with this episode, I, I would say we should do our games of the decade because you know, it's the end of a decade. Holy fuck. We've You're made just going to blindside me with that? <laughs> we've made it another 10 years, folks. Oh, man. Um, Why am I so old? In, in, uh, in lieu of not giving you an existential crisis. Too late. Oh, dear. Um, I say we're going to take a short break to run some ads from our Next Wave podcast group. And then we'll be back with our picks for game of the year. Sounds good to me. So don't go anywhere and check out the shows from these coming up ads. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons and & Dragons, and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, Go ahead and like our page on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. That's later, nerds. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. All right. I hope you guys enjoy those promos from some of our awesome podcasty friends. You should check them out. Definitely check them out because they're awesome people. And now it's time for us to discuss our 2019 games of the year. Oh, thank God. We're not going with the decade thing. No, no. God, no. <laughs> that requires me to think of games that came out this decade. I fucking don't remember what the hell came out last year. And honestly, I'd just give it to Doom. That's fair. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So... We don't really have categories for this. We're just going to go with games that made us happy to play that we put a shitload of time into. Because honestly, games that do that are few and far between nowadays. 
Thank you, yeah. AAA. Yeah, basically games that... Most of the games that we put a shitload of time into now are either Nostalgia Trip remakes of old classics High Halo. <laughs> and indie games that we can just fuck around with our friends in. So, I guess... <sighs> Without further ado, here is Mine and Controls 2019 Games of the Year. Dun, dun, dun. Further a Doom? Further a Doom. No, Doom came out in 2016. I can't give it to Doom again. I know. <laughs> I mean, I will consistently give it to Doom. Because Every year, Game of the Year, Doom. Well, next year, I, I'm i just going to call it next year. Doom Eternal is going to be, oh, fuck, it's got to go up against Cyberpunk shit. For shooter, I would still give it to Doom. Yeah, C no. Cyberpunk has some some uh, some legs up on it, but in terms of a shooter game, it's going to go to Doom, and then in terms of a uh, role play game, it'll go to Cyber. Yeah, and then Halo Infinite will come out next year, and that one will just probably get my multiplayer game of the year. <laughs> because even though they're doing the whole like, oh, we're we're taking Halo back to the roots. It's a soft reboot, but we're still continuing the story. What the fuck does that mean, 343? <laughs> oh, How the hell God. can you have a soft reboot but keep the story going? That's not what reboot means. God damn it. <laughs> but, uh, no, if we're talking about games that came out this year, the, uh, I mean, I can't say Warframe. Warframe's been out since forever ago. I feel but... like you'd just give it to Warframe anyway, just like I would give it to Doom. <laughs> Probably. Uh, no. For uh, one of the big games, I would actually say... I say big games. It was a Kickstarter game, and it blew up everything. But Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, which would... I guess we could call it the double-A uh, title. Yeah, I would say it's double-A. Um, pretty much Metroidvania made by the man who created the Metroidvania craze. Well, he created the Vania part of Metroidvania. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it was such a beautiful game, start to finish. I won't deny some of the characters felt a little off, but just so much nostalgia was thrown in here, and it was still made to be a very good game. I was like, I, I just, I can't complain about it. It was so fun. So yeah. much fun. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I You talked that game up a shitload when we first started this show. My God, we've almost been going for a year. Almost. Not quite. Give it time. We'll get yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, well, since you're going with uh, Bloodstain for your first pick, I'm going to have to go with something that is a AAA title. And it's also a remake, because I didn't, I honestly forgot this came out this year, and it wasn't just late last year. Halo Master Chief Edition? No, Resident <laughs> Evil. Resident right. Evil 2. That definitely came out this year, yeah. Yeah, it came out in January. That was, in terms of doing a remake of a classic to make it playable for the modern age, that is how you fucking do a remake. Because it was just as creepy as the original even with more improved controls, I will never, I will hear Mr. X's footsteps in my sleep hmm. for the rest of my life because 
that's what you hear. You just hear this low thud, 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 thud. <sighs> as he just walks around the police station looking for you. Mildly terrifying. Oh, yeah. And it's just straight up a beautiful game. So I look forward to seeing what see what they do with uh, Resident Evil 3. And, yeah, my at least one of my runners for game of the year is Resident Evil 2. Hmm. Nah, um, if we're talking AAA, I would end up giving it to Outer Worlds myself. That is a solid choice, considering it's Fallout that doesn't want to hate that doesn't want you to hate it yeah it's fallout except it's not kicking you in the crotch and stepping on your groin in a pair of high heels that it bought with microtransactions well also well are we talking fallout 70 no because fallout 4 didn't yeah no fallout 76 came out this year yeah so well yeah yeah it did did it i i i honest to god don't remember i have forgotten about that game yeah either way it it took the Fallout franchise, said, man, this thing's a dead horse. Went to the stables, grabbed a different horse, and was like, fuck yeah, this is a horse. Got on it, rode off into the sunset with all of our money, and praise of glory. That analogy went a little weird. Yeah, uh, but I mean, I will say it's not without its problems. It still suffers from the horrifying fixed eye conversation but thing. but for the most part the characters are interesting it makes you care about them and the gameplay is fun and it basically scraps the vats aiming system for straight up bullet time so much fun it's such a fucking great game and if you haven't played it you should i'm Uh, I'm still debating if i want to do a uh a no kill run if i think only one person has done has managed to do it yeah it it's doable but like in the late game, you have to get a set, like, a really weird setup of abilities. Or you you go the evil option. Yeah. Oh, it's man. It's very weird. I, I just love the fact that you can side with the corporation, if you so choose, and if your brain is air-cooled. Uh, yeah, they, and that's the thing, like, to do so, like, with my playthrough, the way I ended up doing it, in order to, to side with them... I would have had to have gone back to one of the uh, locations and killed everybody in the town. Like, that was the agreement to have them to, like, join sides with the corporation. I was like, ha, that's a funny joke. And then she ate a shotgun shell. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See, that's the way to do it. Oh, fuck man. the corporation. It was, yeah. Oh, man. Good times, though. So I... Fuck, I'm trying to think of my... Oh, that's right. Uh, Star Wars Last Jedi. I know it's also a AAA game, but it was a good Star Wars game. A Dark Souls for the everyman. Basically, yeah. Still or fucking Dark Souls infi- for the Star Wars man. Dark Souls for the me who doesn't Dark Souls. <laughs> also that. Because, you know, having force powers in Dark Souls somehow makes Dark Souls easier. <laughs> So I'd play more Dark Souls if I had Force Push. I think everyone would. Yeah. Because then you just pu- push everything off of the edge. You're like, all right, sweet. That's how I killed 90% of the Stormtroopers. <laughs> and actually, that was 90% of the uh, the Sith Troopers. 
the the all the ones who are all clad in black with the fucking the inquisitors. Viper blade. Yeah, the in- yeah. no, not the inquisitors. The the inquisitors without the force powers. Yeah, the inquisitor troopers. Yeah, is what I called them. I I pushed them off the fucking map because I'm like, no, I'm not dealing with your quick bullshit. You're just gonna die. <laughs> and off you go. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna have to say that and Resident Evil are gonna take it for my games of the year. Hmm. If only because I don't also want to give it to Planet or to Outer Worlds. Because <laughs> it's a good one. That, that's just uninteresting. <laughs> but I'd say those four for us stack up to our best games of 2019. Yeah, definitely. Um. Now though. Now that we've looked back, let's look forward for the last bit of this episode, though, and our most anticipated games of 2020. Instead of focusing on the past, let's focus on the future. All right. Or well, more joined, the past. We're joined by Alucard now. It's the crimson uh, fucker. Get it right. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm i going to let you go first, because I think our audience, if they haven't figured it out yet, knows exactly what I'm going to say for mine. But I haven't thought about what game I'm... I mean, because I am also looking forward to Doom. Oh, I was going to say Halo, but yeah, Doom as well. Oh, yeah. No, I was looking forward to Doom because every time they keep showcasing more of Doom, I just keep getting more and more erect. I used to think I could only get so erect. I was proven wrong by Doom. That, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Here's the thing about Doom Eternal. Doom 2016 was a masterclass in showing that people still wanted old school arcade shooters, you know, in your serious Sam Duke Nukem style and showing that it can be done and not suck. And somehow Doom Eternal looks like they took that formula and said, right, let's make it better. (laughs) So how, how, how high did this machine go? Uh, It only goes to 10. 11. Are you sure about that? <laughs> and then they broke the knob, turned it to 20, and said, fuck it, you want a shotgun? Here's a shotgun with a grappling hook. Also, you get a... What? <laughs> also, you get a sword arm and a shoulder-mounted flamethrower. Slash what? rocket launcher. What? Also, your shotgun's a gatling gun now. What? What? Hang on, stop. <laughs> Again, as Krieger says it best... I can only get so erect. Uh, I mm, I can't wait for my copy of Doom to get here because I'm just going to be streaming it with the helmet on <laughs> while just blasting Hell's Gate on fucking repeat. Nice. My neighbors are going to hate me. <laughs> I think, and then I guess technically, and this is actually one that has been out of the limelight for a little bit. But Final Fantasy Seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh yeah, that is coming out next year. Holy shit! Yeah, and I actually a... like I have the collector's edition with Cloud and the bike. Oh nice. So I'm waiting for that, and I I I loved Final Fantasy Seven when it first came out. Loved it. Played the hell out of it multiple times, and I am. Like, I know, oh, but it's only part one of three or however many parts it's going to be. Yeah? And if they remake the content and can turn it into a, you know, 50-hour game or whatever, I'm happy with that. Like, even if it's a 10-hour 
game, I'd probably still be happy with that. Because disc one, unless you were trying to speed run it, which I think took about two hours to speed run disc one. I never played Final Fantasy VII, so... Mm. That was the thing, though. Like, there was a lot of content in the original game, and apparently this portion only takes place in Midgard, which still has a lot of content, and if they, like, delve into the right sections of it, could definitely expand it immensely. So, fuck yeah. Yeah, that just reminds me, I need to go back and finish Final Fantasy XV. Because <laughs> that actually wasn't a bad game. Up until Chapter 13, and then it all went downhill. Yeah, that's fair, I never made it to Chapter 13. Yeah, I... I liked it. I, I did like Final Fantasy XV. Except for the last hour. That was the only Final Fantasy game I've played. Now, the, la the last hour of the game actually kind of made me mad because it a lot of aspects of it just felt like a cop-out and extremely pointless. It was like, why would you go with that? Why, why would you, as a storyteller, go that route? And it, yeah, it, it got a sprinting start and it did great. And then it was 10 feet from the finish line and, and tripped. tripped. Uh, I just realized a game that I'm sure somebody's going to go, well, what the hell, why didn't you go with that? I forgot Kingdom Hearts 3 came out this year. You know, I didn't actually play 3. It's been sitting on my coffee table since it released. <laughs> it has not left the box. <laughs> See, I, I don't know if we ever fully discussed it. When they first came out with Kingdom Hearts, I was young, so I enjoyed it. It was a king, like... Oh man, Disney and Final Fantasy and all these other really cool characters. Awesome. Now that I'm older, like I actually think I would have been happier if they had if they didn't put any of the Disney stuff in it. Like you pull all the Disney aspects out, but keep the general like the the same framework and general storyline in there, and I think it would it it, it would have been a great game. Like you you could have made it I don't want to say more realistic. I don't want to say darker or gritty or anything like that, but I think it would have been more enjoyable. Like, same environment, just not Disney. I know people who would disagree with you on that. <laughs> but as somebody who never... It. I've never played through an entire Kingdom Hearts game. I have no opinion on the matter. Ah, okay. So... Uh, I'm just going to pitch a most anticipated for light because he has been talking about this game since they announced it. Hmm. Last of Us Part 2. Why'd you go French at the end there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know he's stoked for that. Yes. That and Dragon Ball Kakarot. I'm kind of curious about it. Kakarot, about that is. I was about to say, Last of Us or Kakarot? No, nah, I didn't even... I played like two hours of last of us the first one i know wow. it's a great game i just never really got into it that's fair it it does get to the point where it's like you have to put the controller down and just go i need a break because holy shit i mean it's just, it's partially the same reason i never got really into death stranding <laughs> yeah there it's like yeah there are some action parts and then there's a lot of walking I mean, Death Stranding was always pitched as it is a walking game. That is what yeah. you do. 
Yeah. Also, I found out, remember how I said that uh, Death Stranding, um, you just wait a year to play it, and then mm-hmm. you'll just have the easiest time of your life? Yeah. Yeah, apparently those buildings and shit degrade because oh. of, of the time fall. Ah. So they won't always be there. Hmm. So if you wait too long, you probably won't have anybody to help you, so you'll get the true experience of Death Stranding. I would probably say well, play it now, then. Yeah, like, play it I'd- now. Play it now, and because mo- most people have just recently played through it, so now is probably the best time frame to do so. And most people who wanted it and maybe didn't get it got it for Christmas. So, yep, also true. Um, but yeah, so obviously Halo is an- Halo and Cyberpunk are another one of my most anticipated for twenty seven or tw- yeah, tw- I'll get there eventually. Twenty twenty, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Um, Are you going with Porky Pig or uh, Jimmy from South Park? Fuck, I don't know anymore. I think it's just my brain deciding to have a stroke. 2020. But yeah, no, for 2020, <laughs> Halo Infinite and Cyberpunk are probably my other two that are up there. Yeah. Because I, I mainly just want to know what the hell they're talking about with Halo. Because they've... <laughs> They've pitched it. They they released some stuff on it saying that, oh, this year, don't worry, we'll be releasing a shitload of stuff about Halo. I'm like, well, you fucking better. <laughs> it comes out in holiday, you better tell us something about it. Oh, but, man. I still remember when we did that long pitch of what we, what we think should be in Halo Infinite or what they should do with it. Did that ever get released? Did it not? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, man. Well, we'll have to <laughs> we will have to check the backlog and yeah, holy shit, because we had a long, long discussion on that. That was like the whole fucking episode of just us talking about what we wanted Halo Infinite to be or what we thought it might be. Yeah, but I yeah, still think it should be two different games. The the single player and the multiplayer portion. Yeah, yeah. I. Halo has always had a very good campaign, and you can make it a co-op campaign. Except but, Halo 5. Eh, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, like, a lot of people say, like, oh, no, I only play it for the multiplayer, and it's like, you know, put out the multi... Because they've said it... Well, they had claimed originally that it was going to be, like, this massive open-world type of deal and all this other stuff, and I'm like, I'm hoping that's not the campaign... I don't want the campaign to be this massive open world multiplayer game that would take away from Halo. Yeah. I mean, if they're the big sandbox maps, you know, like the maps from Halo 1, all right, I'm cool with that. But give me a clear-cut objective on these sandbox maps. Yeah. And not Um, 50 other retards trying to teabag me on my way to the objective. Yeah. Uh, So the... They came out with uh, basically talking about things that have been confirmed in the game. Mm-hmm. So if you hit Spartan rank 152 in Halo 5, you'll get some kind of token of appreciation. So I guess I'm just going to go play the fuck out of Halo 5 for the next five months. Um, Forge is coming back. It's going to have split screen. Black undersuits are coming back. I didn't realize people complained about that, but whatever. Wait, what? Like, you know how in Halo, Master Chief's armor was the green on black? Like, his black undersuit? Yeah, they got rid of that in Halo 5. 
So the undersuit was the same color as the rest of your armor. Huh. It was weird looking now that I think about it, but I didn't know it was a big thing. And apparently yeah. the armor customization is going to be like reach levels of okay. customization. That's suitable. So if that's what it is, it if them saying we're going back to like formula with Halo means, okay, we're going to make this more like Halo 3, but with maybe some stuff from like the movement controls from Halo 5. Okay, I'm good with that. But I I could tangent about Halo forever, but I think that's a good place to wrap it up. So Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yes, all... we, w- we would be here for hours. Exactly. I hope you all had a great 2019, and if you didn't, I hope 2020 brings you much happiness and joy. Uh, we leave behind another decade and look forward to the future into the next decade of not only gaming casual but control in my Twitch channels and just humanity in general and gaming in general. Amen. I I realized that was a <laughs> little bit preachy, but whatever we're going with it. Yes. Uh, to you and yours from us and ours. Happy new year. Happy holidays. We will see you in the next year. Good night. Yep. <laughs> oh, and follow us on our social media at Gaming Casual Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Or twitch.tv control freak and twitch.tv sedge gaming. It's still sedge gaming. Lord right? sedge. It's Lord, Lord sedge. sedge. Right. That's why I keep mixing. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to change that over, but <laughs> either way. Uh, and look for some big stuff coming from us in 2020. So take care, everybody, and uh, have a happy new year. Or I hope you had a happy new year. Do some gaming. Yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye.